G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and Shine, Rise and shine. with Robbo and Becky on Vision. Well, I love catching up with them. It's Brett and Kate Ryan from Focus on the Family Australia. Good morning. Good morning. Good Yay. morning. Great to, to have you with us again. It's uh, so good to connect uh, on these uh, weekly chats. Mm. We've been getting more and more uh, listeners contacting us, asking awesome. us uh, that you touch on particular topics. And uh, one that came through a couple of weeks ago was uh, someone saying about, you know, you guys talk a lot about uh, young families and marriage and different, I guess, the different stages of, of life. But something that they hadn't heard much talk about was that phase when we lose a spouse. You know, you mm. end up becoming widowed and I guess become single again. Um, yeah, at the, oftentimes at, towards the end of your life. Sometimes mm. it can happen earlier, of course. But, um, yeah. you know, I guess just the, to that, uh, to acknowledge the fact that there are many uh, that mm. do face that situation of, uh, you know, grieving the loss of, of their life partner and, uh, and I guess how to navigate and work their way through that. So, uh, that's a, a bit of an open uh, topic, but yeah, something that we can talk about today. Yeah, look, we've both actually lost our fathers, um, mine 13 years ago and Brett's 11 years ago. Um, and so both our mums were left alone. Mm-hmm. And so we've walked this journey mm-hmm. and uh, it can be both of them handled it differently. So we can actually talk really from two different angles. Mm. My mum was pretty independent already. Um, and she had looked after my father for about five years while he was dying. And so she grieved as she went Mm. um, because it was the loss of doing things together and the Mm. loss of, you know, the laughter and the loss of, you know, so it was a a slow grieving. And that can be quite painful in and of itself because there's a daily reminder of of what is being taken away. Um, But since then... You know, that first year I remember her being in a fog and people who lose a spouse um, can be in a fog that can tend to last for a year or longer. Um, My mum's quite independent, so she really got on with life then and just has really really killed it, hasn't she? She's, She's so excited as in she's got so many things happening within the church and... Um, serving and she's got life groups that she runs and whatever. But the grief process sneaks up on you. Mm. So you can go two steps forward and three steps back and, you know, and so you you think you're fine and then somebody will say something and then you'll start crying Mm. Um, or, you know, just little things. But it's just being aware that that's okay. That, yeah. That's okay. Every, any any part of the grief process is okay. Yeah. And grief is very is very rarely linear, as yeah. Kate was saying. It's it's the challenge that we have is that some people say, "Well, you should be at this stage and this stage and this mm. stage at a certain time." It's no respecter of persons. Everyone's going to be different. Mm. As far as my mum, it probably she cried for about t- two years every day, yeah. um, and that has has significantly lessened now. And it's been quite some time. But she's found her own little rhythm. But you know, there's times when she just feels like. 
you know, why why continue? And, and that's a, a, a question that we have to continue to reinforce to her to say she is of a high value. It's it, She is significant to us. And I think for those who have got, you know, um, know someone who's in um, grief and sorrow of losing a loved one, it's our job to come alongside them and support them yeah. and to make them feel part of a community. And obviously, sometimes that's a, a difficult one if we're in remote areas and the radio becomes your community. And as we've been hearing over the last few weeks, mm. uh, you know, this this is, becomes a, a source of great comfort. But for those who, who have actually lost some that they are close to, and especially uh, their spouse, is you have to be aware of what you're feeling. And maybe there's times when you might need to speak to somebody, but also just to in- busy your mind and caring for yourself. And that's okay um, for a short period of time, just feeling a little bit self, you know, indulge or feeling sorry for yourself. But then it's up to you to dust yourself off and find things that you're you can be active in, and that could be a hobby. It could be volunteering, and volunteering. Yeah. All the all the research points to those who actually volunteer actually do far better because they're not so f- self focused. They're actually outward focused, and that mm-hmm. helps them right. cope with a lot of deal, uh, a lot of challenges when it comes to grief. Yeah, so Brett's mum actually, you know, does flower poses and everything that get taken into aged care facilities. Oh yeah. wow! Um, yeah. And and so you know, here she is at eighty four making poses to take into aged facility it's, it's really lovely yeah, that's so cool that is I, I think that's a, a real thing is i mean obviously you've talked about it in different ways but having some form of community around you whether it be a church community or social groups or different things mm. um that you've got around you and i think you know obviously it's probably better to have that in place beforehand you know what i mean like rather than suddenly you, you lose your spouse and then you think oh now I need to find a group to join, you know, like actually yeah, have that in place sure. in the years yeah. leading up to it as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for, for sure. And and I think too, you know, we we spend a lot of time, I, I think sometimes husbands and wives can get lost in each other's lives. Mm. And, you know, even though we talk about you become one, you're still two people. Yeah. And uh, I, I think you, you have to have common interests and individual interests. And so makes you more interesting. It does make you more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think that was one of the things where Brett's mum struggled because his dad very much did everything. You know, it was one that generation really mm. um, where she didn't know how to put petrol in the car. So she was talk. She had to learn from scratch. Wow. He did all the finances. He did. And so she had to learn even the most basic things. And that was a real struggle. She's really good now. She is. Yeah. She's yeah. very independent now. But yeah. it, it takes its toll. So I'd encourage people, you know, if yeah. you're going into the you know, twilight years, is to start learning skills and becoming a little bit more independent. But doesn't mean you can't enjoy each other's company by any stretch of, stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But, you know, you're preparing for it. Obviously, there's going to be people here who have lost it, loved ones. And, and we are so sorry that that's your journey mm. at the moment. But, you know... It does get better over time, and we would encourage people to share this with other people and don't become isolated and uh, and find people that you can um, come alongside and be able, to, be able to support them going through their own trials because you're going to have a new sense of empathy for others who are going through the same thing, and, and that's something that is of a high value. Look, we, we have basically talked about people who are in their older years that are dying, but there are other people who've had, you know, they're in their 30s or 40s mm. and their spouse have died. And that's another journey again because if they've got children involved, all the children are grieving as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and so that that again is a really difficult time and having community around you to encourage the children as well mm. um, and working through that because that that is that is an even more complex situation than when you're older. Yeah, so um, true. But, and so we have to be really aware that we need to get help for our children and ourselves. Now, that's easier said than done, and yeah. I'll leave it with this little comment, is that sometimes people feel embarrassed or feel like it's uh, you know a bit selfish by asking for help, and it's very hard to ask for help. So if the, anyone's listening and knows someone who's lost somebody, don't wait to be asked. Mm. Just get in there yeah, and help. do it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good so good. good point. Love it. Now, I'm sure you've got some great resources on your website around this, and m- maybe for those that yeah, are, like you said, observing... Um, someone that's you know, grieving and struggling with it, uh, for them to read up a little bit, maybe read an article and say, okay, these are some tips of things I can do to actually reach out and support someone that's going through it. For sure. Absolutely. We've got numerous articles on the grief process. And so if they go to families.org.au, there's a whole plethora <laughs> Big word. of different resources and podcasts on this issue. Cool. Uh, good stuff. Well, thanks so much for your input on this one today. It's uh, yeah, certainly a, a reality for many um, in that stage of life. So appreciate your uh, input and we'll look forward to chatting again soon. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 